from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. And, uh, of course, we're still going through this pandemic. Um, Pope Francis has some interesting things to say about the pandemic. Uh Basically, he made a, a statement, uh, uh, and he, uh, when somebody was, was uh, last April, some, uh, a couple of guys were interviewing a couple of reporters, and basically he said that the pandemic is prime time for conversion, okay? Uh, well, uh, the, the, uh, the, he said, really, the, the, the lockdowns, the stay-at-home orders are perfect opportunity for conversion, for not only for individuals, but for the church itself, and for governments. Uh, he said in this interview, what we're living now is a, a, a time of conversion, or metanoia, and we have a chance to, to begin. So let's, let's not let this slip away from us. Let's move ahead. Let's use these opportun- this is a great opportunity. Yeah, uh, it's, it's an opportunity to reflect on how, how do I use my time and resources I've had to think about that. Hmm. How does the church respond to new pastoral needs? Maybe the church has got to change the way it does stuff. And 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 how and we've got to reflect on how society has allowed the economy to be our very first consideration in making decisions about people's lives and how well we still spend billions on weapons that and we can never give adequate health care to all people, the Pope said in this interview uh, for Commonweal Magazine. So uh, the, uh, the, the questions were submitted to the Pope, and he gave some interesting responses. Uh, well, ask how he is living the lockdown. Pope <laughs> said, well, I'm praying more because I feel I, I sure should, should pray more. By the way, that's what I'm trying to do. I think a lot of you are probably trying to do the same thing. Um, and uh, the Pope is trying to focus on the needs of other people because uh, when I focus on the needs of other people, it takes me out of my self-preoccupation. Boy, that's an easy one to get into, isn't it? Self, I'm all preoccupied with myself. So he says, I'm trying to focus on the needs of other people. Let's try that. Why don't we try today to focus on the needs of somebody else, of other people, other groups? Let's focus on their needs, not be self-preoccupied. And then he goes in saying, I love this. Of course, he said, I have my own areas of selfishness. On Tuesdays, my confessor comes to the Vatican, and I go to confession, and I take care of things there in confession. But Pope Francis said he also is thinking about what will come afterward. What will be my my service as a pope, as the Bishop of Rome, head of the church, in the aftermath. What am I going to do in the aftermath? Well, we can ask ourselves that very question. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, What am I going to do when this is all over with, when it's coming? Uh, maybe maybe in, in the aftermath, I'm going to say, well, people really need God. Maybe I need to, to start witnessing to non-believers just by the fact that who I am in my closeness to God, my love. Uh, so we got to remember that uh, 
people people are suffering, and and I think a lot of people, uh, those who really need God, non-believers, I think their anxiety must be sky high. They don't have anything to hope for, except maybe. Well, I don't know, but you know, maybe to scare people, tear down monuments. I don't know what they do, but that's not going to make them happy, you know. Uh, so, anxiety, yeah. So, so what do we do? We have to evangelize. Pope says, what am I going to do? Why is Pope in the aftermath? Well, I think, number two, I think we need to we need to pray. Number one, we need to pray. That's what I'm learning. That's what we're all learning. Maybe we're all learning that. Okay? So maybe we're going to start praying the rosary every day in our family. It's going to take us 15 minutes to read the Bible for 15, whatever. We're learning that because we're all stuck together. Now you've got, God is, is using that. That's your opportunity. That's the aftermath. That's what you're learning. That's your change. That's your conversion. Uh, uh, or we, we start watching Mass on TV uh, and uh, other religious programs on EWTN or whatever. That's Keep it up. Don't just do it during the, the uh, pandemic. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we're able to, to smile uh, at other people we're, to, to overcome bitterness. Yeah. So remember, um, when you are, uh, when this is over with, think about that. Think about the things you are learning and doing now that you want to keep doing. They work. They're great. God's changing all of us. He's giving us a chance to have a a better life. Okay. Or invent something that will help them. That's what the Pope talked about. He said, I want to, I want to do something in the aftermath. And he said, I'm, uh, one of the, one of his things is he said uh, uh, he's got his dicastery for promoting integral human development, looking at strategies to impact the uh, mitigate the impact on the poor. Uh, I'm living this as a time of great uncertainty," said the Pope. "It's time for inventing and creativity. That is right. You and me. What are you able to invent? That's good." that you never would even thought of because you got now time to think about it, to help the poor, to help somebody who needs help. Or, or like I said, in your family or in your prayer life, in your own prayer life, now you got more time to pray. So, and what are some of the new gifts God is giving to us? He talked about that. For example, the, the electronic media. Maybe I've, I'm learning how we, the electronic media can really be a wonderful way of spiritual growth, of enlightenment. Sure. What are the new things that we're learning? How, can we, how are we being creative? So we're going to keep talking about what the Pope said about the pandemic. I've got it right in front of me here, and I want to share it with you. So stay with me. This is Monsignor Frank Bignano with his Iowa Catholic Radio Thought of the Week. We'll be right back. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal, place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to BlessmanInternational.org and click Sponsor a Child. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. And this is Monsignor Frank Vignano, a thought of the week. We're talking about Pope Francis and what he, how he is reacting to the pandemic. He had there was a nice article written uh, that came out in Catholic News Service. Um, anyway, so yeah, he said, yeah, we are living. I I'm living, as he says, I am living this as a time of great uncertainty. It's a time for inventing and for creativity. He goes on to say, it's not easy to be confined to your house. But then he cited advice from Virgil in his Aeneid, the, the, the epic poem. I don't know if you ever studied it or not, the Aeneid of Virgil. In the midst of defeat, here's what uh, Virgil said. The counsel in the midst of defeat is not to give up. Save yourself for better times. For in those times, remember what has happened is going to help you. Yeah. So remember that. Save yourself for better times. In those better times, you're going to remember what helped you. What did help you? Don't forget that. What helped you? It helped me because I started to pray a little bit more. Don't forget it. Because I started to pay more attention to other people. Don't forget it. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, and the Pope goes on to say, take care of yourselves for a future that's going to be coming. Pope says, get Take care of yourself. Future's coming. Got to get ready for it. You're going to be fine. Um, he said, take care of the now for the sake of tomorrow. Always being creative with a simple creativity capable of inventing something new each day. So the Pope said. He's trying to do it. Invent something new each day for the whole church, for the Vatican, for whatever. So what can you invent? This is a great time to do that. Great time to do that. Pope Francis said that um, he knows it's not going to be easy to be creative as the lockdown drags on. It's like, uh, but don't run away. Don't take refuge in escapism, which is the time, which, uh, which in this time is of no use. Escapism, don't go to liquor, whatever. No, don't try to escape. It's, it's of no use. Blind alley. 
The church also, he said, needs creativity. It needs to learn to live with and value disorder that comes often from the Holy Spirit, raising up new gifts, calling people to find new ways to live, new ways to share the gospel, at the same time to recognize the harmony the Spirit does give us in bringing believers into communion with each other in the church. New ways. Yeah, new charisms. Somebody suggested to me here, what, about a month ago? A woman suggested to me. She said, you, you say Mass every day, right, Monsignor? I said, yep, I do. I have a little chapel in my little, where I live, this little condominium I got. I have a chapel, and I altar, and I say Mass every day, vestments. She says, why don't you do that on Facebook? I said, how do you spell that? So she, <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I said, well, maybe somebody can show me what. So I got, I was showing. So I do it every day at four o'clock every afternoon. Uh, if I'm, if I can, I try to retry to work it in every day. When I say my daily mass uh, at four o'clock, I do it on Facebook. And I know, I think a lot of people watch it. I don't know how many. I know probably a dozen, maybe more, maybe a lot. I don't know. But yeah, my point is that what the Pope is talking about? He says the Holy Spirit is raising up new new ways to live, new ways to share the gospel. Right. Um, amazing. And then he goes on to say, I love this. He says, a church that is free is not an archaic church. It's not an old church because freedom is God's gift. He said, the only proper view of an institutional church is a church institutionalized by the Holy Spirit. So we're not primarily an institutional church. We're a church of the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit tells us how to become an institution, which the Holy Spirit has obviously done a fantastic job. The way the church is organized throughout the world, 1.3 billion Catholics, unbelievable. So then, uh, I like this, you're going to like this. About a week ago, an Italian bishop, somewhat flustered, called me up, said the Pope, on the phone. Uh, he had been going around the, to hospitals here in Italy, in his diocese, wanting to give absolution, forgiveness, to people inside the wards from the hall, hallway of the hospital, standing out in the hall. Uh, so he spoke to a canon lawyer who told him that he couldn't do that, that uh, you can only give absolution to a person as a priest or a bishop uh, when you're in direct contact. What do you think? Uh, Holy Father, this bishop asked the Pope, and the Pope says, well, I told the man, Bishop, fulfill your priestly duties. And the <laughs> the bishop said, grazie, o capito, which means, thank you, I understand. And the Pope said later on, he said, I found out later on that he was giving absolution all over the place. Sure, just, yeah, <laughs> fulfill your priestly duties. Don't get into canon law. Well, remember what canon law says. The first law, what is the first law in the canon, in canon law when I studied it? Lex Suprema Salus Animarum. It's Latin. It means the, the, the first law, like, the supreme law, Lex Suprema, is, solace, is the save, saving of souls. That's the number one rule. That was really good. The Pope said, hey, man, go for it. Do, do what you think is the best. Go for it. Don't worry about canon law too much. So, um, Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, the pandemic has how we can uh, uh, not shape our thinking around the economy. He says, if you do that, you're going to sacrifice people. Uh, all through prenatal selection, oh, we can save money if we 
abort babies, uh, select, you know, the ones we want, uh, or uh, deciding uh, how not to give uh, medical care to elderly people. We save a lot of money if we don't have to give elderly care to all these old folks. No, 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 no. Don't let your thinking be shaped by the economy. Don't go that route. Bad. So, anyway, so those, that's what the Pope, I love what the Pope is saying here. Uh, I've got a couple other things he said here, and I'm going to chat with you about them in a few seconds. So, anyway, Monsignor Frank Bignano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Meals from the Heartland's 13th annual Hunger Fight runs from August 24th through September 12th. The challenge is to package 6 million meals in three weeks to feed the hungry around the world. Blessman International seeks 65 volunteers to pack meals for two hours to help meet the challenge. The event is Thursday evening, August 27th from 6 to 8. For more information, email Marvin at blessmaninternational.org by August 25th. For more information or to register to help, email Marvin at blessmaninternational.org. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment, whether it's in the classroom or at home. Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Thank you, Ashworth Vision Clinic, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365 on Iowa Catholic Radio. Ashworth Vision Clinic online at ashworthvision.com. Ashworth Vision Clinic, 515-440-4610. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by the Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred, double D, Haas, double A, fredhaas.com. Monsignor Frank Pignano, Catholic Radio. We're talking about what the Pope said about the pandemic. It's good stuff. I hope you. I hope I'm transmitting it accurately to you. I, I think it's pretty good. He's a really a humble guy. Uh, so uh, yeah, he went on to say uh, he he talked a little bit about uh, Pope uh, Saint Paul the Sixth, his great encyclical Humanae Vitae. It was on human life. He said it was prophetic. It was prophetic, warning uh, us of a culture where people are selected according to their utility or productivity, a throwaway culture. Yeah. If, if we can't use older people, uh, if the uh, people who are physically challenged are costing us too much money, they can be thrown away. Well, that sounds like Nazis. Exactly. They don't believe in God. If you don't believe in God, then you're God, whoever thinks they are God, and you can make the decision about who, who lives and who dies. So be real careful. He said, uh, Humane Vitae, St. Paul, Paul VI encyclical, you can get it online, Humane Vitae on human life. He said it was prophetic, warning about a culture where people are selected according to their utility, 
what can they do, or productivity, how much can they produce. It's called a throwaway culture, said the Pope. Throwaway culture. Aren't we doing that with abortions? Give me a break. We're throwing away pre-born babies. We throw them away. We don't want them. What? This is diabolical. Anyway, he says the crisis is affecting all of us, rich and poor alike, and putting a spotlight on hypocrisy. Uh, pointing out, for example, certain political personalities who speak of facing up to the crisis of the problem of hunger in the world. In the meantime, they're putting billions into manufacturing weapons. Come on, put first things first. This is a time to be converted from this functional hypocrisy, he said. It's time for integrity. Either we are coherent in our beliefs or we're going to lose everything. Once the pandemic is passed, he said, people must not file away and go back to where they were. Ooh, don't want to do that. Mm-mm. No. Uh, this is a time to take a decisive step, said the Pope, to move from using nature, for example, uh, and, mi- and misusing, to move from using and misusing nature to really think about the beauty of nature, this great gift God has given to us. It's a time to see the poor and the homeless as people and not settle just for a welfare policy such as we have for rescued animals. Often we see the poor as rescued animals. See, again, we we don't see the humanity, the image of God in every person. Anyway, so I love it. So. I guess we can ask ourselves a question, what will we hold on to as individuals? Uh, so, if more people are praying more these days, great, don't stop. The 2020 elections are coming up. Pray for our country. We really need it. Yep, and keep praying up even after the elections. Yeah, um, and remember one time, who was it? A great philosopher said, we don't inherit freedoms. No, each generation has to create freedom for itself. So conversion. Conversion. What's going on in your heart, in your life? He's using this to speed up all of us. He wants to speak to us personally. More compassion, perhaps, for the lonely elderly. Why? Because you feel lonely. Now you have compassion for lonely people. Okay, right. So I look to lonely people with different eyes, because I went through it myself during this pandemic. Right. And so we, we pray for wisdom. I, I, I really do. I think it's very important to pray for wisdom. Uh, in James, in his letter, St. James, chapter 1, verse 2, he said, Consider it all joys, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, for you know that the testing of your faith is going to produce perseverance. Let perseverance then become perfect, so that you can be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Perseverance. If any of you lacks wisdom, ooh, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and he will, be, he will give you wisdom. But act in faith, don't doubt. The one who doubts is like a wave of the ocean that's driven and tossed about by the wind. They're very unstable. So, no. Pray, pray for wisdom. And the great prayer for wisdom is found in, in Solomon's prayer. Young man, 16 years old, 
king of Israel, he asked God for wisdom, and he prayed God in, in the book of Wisdom, chapter 9. I love it. O God of my fathers, Lord of mercy, you who have made all things by your word, in your wisdom you've established man and to rule the creatures produced by you, to govern the world in holiness and justice, to render judgment in integrity of heart. Lord, give me wisdom. The attendant at your throne, reject me not from among your children, prayed Solomon. For I am a weak, I am a man, son of your handmaid. I am weak and short-lived. I lack comprehension of judgment and laws. Even though one may be perfect among the sons of men, if wisdom who comes from you is not with that person, that person will never be held in any kind of esteem. With you, Lord, there is wisdom who knows your works, was present when you made the world, who understands what is pleasing in your eyes and what is conformable to your commands. Send her forth from your holy heavens and from your glorious throne dispatch wisdom that she may be with me and work with me that, that I may know what is your pleasure. For she knows and understands all things and will guide me dis- discreetly in my affairs and save, save me, safeguard me by her glory. The prayer of Solomon. I say it often myself. Wisdom chapter 9, Book of Wisdom chapter 9, Prayer of Solomon. Say it. It's great. It works. Good. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Monsignor Frank Mignano, Thought of the Week, Iowa Catholic Radio. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.